0: Welcome to I Hear Design, and Interiors and Sources podcast series. My name is Adrienne Thompson, today's host, as well as Associate Editor for Interiors and Sources. So as everyone is well aware, we're a little over six months into dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's really shown us many things about our abilities to adapt to new situations. One specific change being that employees can work reliably and productively from the comfort of, of their own homes, which is something I'm doing right now. While many of us are taking all these changes in stride, you know, there's a lot of us that are dealing with these abrupt changes in our working environments and it's starting to take a bit of a toll on many Americans who are still unable to return to the office. So this is you know, being said for parents with children at home, you know, even rowdy pets who like to bark in the background during those Zoom meetings, distracting house chores that get us off our work tasks, all these different distractions you can find at home that just end up taking more working hours than we want. So recently, you know, I've seen all these different stories about how people are finding solutions to creating a healthier work-life balance. And we're starting to see this new trend happening where hotels, which have been pretty vacant from lack of traveling due to all of these travel restrictions, they're looking to make up lost revenue by allowing people to come in and use their spaces for daytime offices. So this is working out for a lot of remote employees, especially in bigger cities who just need a break, they get out, go to the hotel for the day and have an environment where they can just sit and focus. So I'm really interested to see how this trend might be carried out and whether it's going to change the way hotel rooms are designed in the future going forward. So to talk about this topic, I brought in a few design experts to chat with me. Joining us from award-winning design and architecture firm, Nelson Worldwide, is Rachel Leeson, who is senior interior designer of hospitality for the firm, as well as senior designer, Kristen Cerruti. Rachel and Kristen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm just interested to see where this trend is going forward. You guys obviously have plenty of experience in hospitality design, and I'm sure you're hearing about this topic. Um, Rachel, if we just start with you, why do you think we're seeing this switch in hotel rooms being converted into temporary office spaces for remote employees? What's kind of sparking this change?
1: Absolutely, I think that um, you know hotels are trying to find some silver lining in terms of the situation. As you mentioned, they're seeing uh, occupancy lower, especially compared to years past, um, and they're trying to find ways to. Kind of reach out to their guests and still be uh, welcome their guests with open arms, but maybe in a different way. Um, how can they still provide similar services or a different service while still connecting with their guests on a uh, from a brand standpoint? So um, we feel like this is an opportunity for them. You know, they've spent a lot of money in the past few years on their public spaces and their lobbies, making it multifunctional, making it a place to gather. Um, really reaching out to their guests that way. And obviously that isn't as um, big of a draw right now. You, you're not going to see full lobbies probably anytime soon. So how can they take these learnings of these business guests that they already had that they were really servicing, you know, on off hours and how can they take that knowledge and be able to service them kind of during these on hours. So they have these rooms that are open that um, usually have a really nice big desk or some sort of great working space. And so that way um, it's an opportunity for them to kind of connect with guests and allow them to find a place to work, but then also kind of fill those rooms
2: that maybe are more empty than they used to be. Exactly. And I'll say, yeah, from the workplace side, What what we're seeing drive this as well is I I think we've all read recently that REI's headquarters um, was finished design and before they decided to move their staff and they decided to sell it because they've got their staff working remotely. Um, So what we're starting to see is we are starting to see this trend of large corporate headquarters and even smaller ones starting to kind of take a step back and go gosh, do our employees really need to be in the office every day? And I think they're starting to realize no. But in the meantime, similar to what you said in the introduction, some of these people still need a place to go for quiet heads down work to get away from what's going on in the home. So how do you provide that to your employees without necessarily having to sign a lease to do it? Mm -hmm. So from the workplace side, we're also seeing this kind of open up, which is, How Rachel and I started kind of this conversation. How could these two parts of the industry work together to help each other out during this time?
0: Exactly. And I know some people, you know, my sister being one, her company said, you know what, they took a look at the situation and they said, going forward, we're probably not going to have many people come back to work because people are doing well working from home. But she also has two kids who sometimes can't make it to daycare because of the situation and all those distractions are still there. So having this as a different option, um, I think is turning out to be something people are going to really take notice of.
1: Yeah, and I think that hotels were kind of built to do this anyways. I, we have a, um, I had a lot of friends who were, you know, working, like I said, in the lobbies, and so now it's just kind of a switch of mindset. So I think we'll talk about that. We'll probably talk about this later too, but I mean, they're already built they already have these built-in amenities that they just kind of need to learn how to pivot. Um, they already have coffee service, they already have printing services, that sort of thing. So um, they're really built for, to do this for this. Um, it's just being a little bit more nimble and I think that we're all learning how to do that anyways, just in our personal lives, but also in our work lives. So everybody's learning how to be nimble and flexible and I think hotels are ready to, to pivot.
0: Exactly. And, you know, just to go off what you were just saying, Rachel, some of those perks, what are these benefits that people are getting by going to the hotel rooms? You know, some might have companies who are willing to pay for that little getaway, but I'm sure most situations it's out of pocket. Why do they want to go pay? And what are the benefits of taking a break in this hotel space? So
2: actually one of the things um, that we were seeing in workplace amenities Popping up before COVID were things like production rooms. And when I say a production room, I mean things like what we're doing now, recording a podcast, recording a webinar with a specific background behind you. And I don't mean the Zoom background that kind of, you know, jiggles oh as you move. Um, so we were starting to build production rooms with proper microphones and acoustics and green screens into office spaces to allow people's staff to have that type of amenity. Well, because we're all now in this home environment, I don't know about you guys personally, but me, I can't do that here. I've got a meowing cat and a husband on a conference call in the next room and people who live above me slamming on the ceiling. So to have a proper you know, background behind me and get the proper acoustics, I would really need to go somewhere else. And Rachel brought up to me when we first started this conversation, you know, hotels have blackout shades already in all of their rooms. That's something you need when you're doing some sort of video conferencing production. We've been putting blackout sheets in conference rooms for years. So there are things that already exist. The acoustics within those rooms are significantly better than a lot of office spaces. So if you were to just bring in something like a mobile green screen into some of those rooms, you could have a much better room for that type of thing. So to your point saying, this might not be a solution for everyone to just say, Oh, are you, you know, you just need to get out of your house today? Here, go to a hotel room, we'll pay for it for the day. But if you have a specific task you need to accomplish um, for maybe an hour, because we are seeing some hotels rent by the hour and not specifically by the day for the business user, um, maybe you could step out just to have that conference call or that record that podcast um, instead of spending an entire day or a week there.
0: Exactly. And I think when you consider it from that perspective, it's definitely. An investment that can have a lot of positive results, especially for those particular situations, you know, podcast webinars, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, and we're. Oh, go sorry.
1: ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, we were um, also thinking about it in terms of, you know, um, while you might be working personally by yourself at your home, um, if you need to have a kind of heads down work conference with one other person, you know, you might not be willing to invite them to their in your home, but you might be able to distance inside of a hotel room. Um, So it might be a good option for um, if you need a small meeting, you're not able to go into your office, you need to do a podcast or brainstorm or something. A hotel room is a big enough space that, you know, two, maybe three people could fit inside, still distance um, and feel comfortable with that versus going back into the office or inviting kind of a co-worker into your home. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not be as as um, positive of a situation. Um, so a hotel room could almost act as kind of a small meeting space as well um, where you have access to technology and charging and a, maybe a larger space than the office in your house.
0: Exactly and I think you know looking at the hotel as a whole even if you have those days where, you know, you bring the small team in, everyone has their own room for individual work, but most hotels have meeting spaces and these small business or boardrooms you can utilize for those larger meetings as well. Um, And just looking at like some different amenities that, you know, designers can include, like you said, Kristen, you know, they have those blackout shades, they have good acoustics, but what are these other features, you know, you being a designer, should people consider I know most hotels sometimes have a desk but some don't so what are these different things we could think about adding to make that space more engaging for work rather than just stay? I'm going to
2: twist the question just for a minute because I think what we used to call amenities is changing with this pandemic. I think what people used to think of as an amenity now has changed to more amenities that are going to provide security and comfort. So, yes, we can offer a variety of different seating options because to Rachel's point, a lot of those public spaces aren't being used, so we can take some of those really cool pieces and re relocate them and put them in rooms so you have a variety of seating options. A lot of them have outdoor space, so you can get outdoors if you need a little break. Um, a lot of these hotels that are offering this are offering, Uh, pass to the pool if you're there for the day, um, or they'll deliver food to the room. We were talking about some of them potentially partnering with some of these food delivery services so they can get food to you, um, or have custom orders sent ahead of time so you can get food throughout the day, distanced. But the other thing I want to point out that these hotels have that we're struggling with still in the workplace right now, is proper cleaning protocols and better air filtration so we're seeing those as two major things that people really want and i'm going to call them amenities but they're really necessities um going back to the office to make them feel safe mm-hmm. and most hotels have either open air access where you can open a window and get fresh air in or each room has its own hvac system personally controlled within that room with temperature and everything separate from all of the others in addition I think we all kind of know that comfort of coming back to a hotel room and you see that the you know the bed's been made, the toilet paper's been folded, there's a sticker on the door now that says it's been cleaned. We've been seeing struggle with some offices who have gone back recently. There's really this lack of trust in just saying that the space was cleaned while you were sleeping last night and coming back in and assuming it's clean. People really need to see that it's been done, and that's already been ex- it's existed in hotels for years, and now they're doing an even better job. Some of them are partnering with you know, Clorox and other companies to make sure that spaces are cleaned even more thoroughly than they already were. So I would say that's also something that might not specifically be an amenity, but it's already inherently there. And mm-hmm. we're seeing that as a huge want and a need for employees before they go back to work.
0: No, I think that's actually really interesting. And I actually am glad you worded it as a necessity because I think going forward, you know, we're talking about hospitality spaces, but we're talking about these spaces because of office spaces. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, you can see the cleanliness happen happening. You are trusting someone overnight to come in and just hopefully wipe down your space. Um, so I think going forward, looking at these amenities slash necessities that are happening in the hospitality industry are just a few ways that the office industry is going to have to change um, going forward.
1: Well and you know their priorities at the beginning of this were a little bit different right so workplace their first priority was making sure everybody had everything they needed to work from home how to make sure everyone had access to everything they need whereas hotels their first you know their highest and first priority was how to make their guests feel safe and making sure everything was clean in their hotels so they got a little bit of a head step up there it feels like because that was the thing that they tackled first so they're kind of leading the way in terms of partnerships in terms of figuring figuring out all those glitches and now i think that um people are feeling a lot more comfortable going to hotels because they have that built up relationship already. And I mean, they've already started adding amenities, like rather than just having, you know, a notepad or, um, you know, like a mint on the pillow, they now have packages of Lysol next to the bed. Um, You know, big brands are doing this. So they, um, they have that level of trust kind of already built up um, just based on their first and highest priority when all of this started.
0: And it's those little visuals that make a difference, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the small
2: things. I mean, like a sticker has been placed on the door. It, it might, you know, you might not be a hundred percent sure that that's all that that sticker is. Uh, But it gives you just that feeling that someone's been there and someone's cleaned it, which we're starting to slowly see Worked into the workplace, um, but we think it's going to have to be a major focus going forward.
0: Yeah, and you know we're six months into this thing, so we've seen people be able to make some changes and adaptations, of course. And like Rachel said, build up that trust, start to build that up. So, you know, six months into this situation, through your guys' work, um, how have you seen the industry shift? Has there been any specific projects that have that you've seen start to make these switches and try and make more of these common Accommodations, um, anything that specifically comes to mind, you guys want to highlight?
1: Yeah, we can tell that this is definitely a hot topic in terms of our longstanding hospitality clients, but we're we don't really have anything to share right now, um, just because it's still still an ongoing conversation. Of but uh, we feel like people are really excited about this opportunity because we feel like it has staying power. This isn't something that necessarily is. Uh, just a band-aid to get us through the pandemic. I think that this is kind of looking at the new normal, right? Like even if you're traveling for vacation, um, people are going to be able to be kind of work from anywhere. So adding this amenity to a hotel room or a hotel, maybe it's just one room per floor or, you know, 5% 5% of the rooms or something like that, but for people to be able to vacation with their family, but then be able to rent a room that's more office-like so that they can still work from anywhere. Because right now, you know, we're just working from home, but going forward, if people are still able to work remotely, you know, they could work from uh, from truly anywhere while on vacation or while with their family or while visiting family so uh, we feel like as we're talking to our long-standing clients about this we're kind of talking about it as an opportunity just going forward in this new normal together.
2: I will also say that right before um, this happened we've been doing a lot of work with Industrious which is a co-working company and when all of this started they actually partnered with a high-end hotel company in New York to start sending some of their clients to the hotels to work from because people weren't feeling as comfortable going into a co-working space and working next to someone from another company that you might not know um, but they were utilizing some of those unused hotel rooms to be able to send their clients to it so we are seeing it happen already. It's been happening in Australia and in Europe since, you know, early in this year, March, April timeframe. So it's slowly starting to get to the US in the major markets, but we do think this is going to continue um, throughout the rest of the United States as things continue to progress.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it just shows how um, all these shifts. Um, just, it's kind of a domino effect you know one industry changes we see the next change so i'm interested to see how this is going to change the travel industry um of course the office and working industry and the hospitality industry too so going forward it'll you know we'll see where we're at maybe we check in in another six months <laughs> that would be Absolutely. great yeah well thank you rachel and kristen um for sharing your insight about this i always appreciate expert insight um, and just sharing more uh, about this topic. It was really interesting. Absolutely. I was, it's so fun, always fun to talk about. Definitely. Um, for those listening, thank you for joining us for today's topic as well. You can always hear more design topics on our homepage, and we hope to have you back for another episode of I Hear Design.